Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident masshole, Ian Cusick, joined by my good friend, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, how are we doing today, man? I'm doing good. I'm ready to start. Yeah, I'm doing great. So uh, let's uh, let's start off with uh, the biggest news of yesterday. Duh! Browns win. You thought I was going to take that a little differently, didn't you, Bryce? No, I didn't. But Oh, really? Uh, the Browns did win last night. Yes, yes, the Browns breaking a uh, like 630 day streak of I think not it was winning. Six, it was 635 actually. I believe that's that's what the number was. Long time. Yes, yeah, so of course we're recording on a Friday right now. Usually we record on Thursday nights, but uh, some difficulties came up with that. So uh, you know Thursday night football last night. We're not going to go too in depth with it, but uh, the Cleveland Browns. It does make me question. It makes me question the Jets. Yes, are the are the Jets an overhyped team? No, because I don't think people really believed in them anyway, except their fans. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't think so. I think people are now realizing that they're just the Jets. Yes, people were very uh, high on people the Jets. Were hyped. People were hyped after the Detroit game, but I knew, man. I just knew. Yeah, I, it's looking like that uh, Detroit's just a really bad team. Yeah, it's just looking like Detroit is very lackluster this year. <laughs> yes, but uh, Baker Mayfield, what did you think of Baker Mayfield's performance last night? Baker Mayfield did good. Um, I'm not going to stand down from my take after one game against the Jets, but he did do good. Uh, obviously, he didn't throw for a touchdown, but that's fine. Um, he caught a two-point conversion. Yes, that was cool. cool. They did the Philly. Sure, Philly. Browns fans love that. Yeah, that that's already like the high, uh, that would have been the highlight of the season last season. Oh yeah, absolutely. So he played good, but I I, I need to see more. I know? agree. I do need to see more. But he looked really good last night. He was seventeen yeah, to twenty-three. I know it is against the Jets, so I'm not gonna blow my load yet on him. But he was seventeen to twenty-three for two hundred one yards in one half of football. And let's keep in mind of those six incompletions. At least four of them were like drops that like could have been easily caught. Oh, I mean, seventeen for twenty-three is good, anyway. So I'm yes. not like saying he wasn't accurate. No, no, he was very accurate. He was so, very accurate. He was throwing really tight spirals. I liked what I saw out of him good. last night. He looked good. Shout out Carlos Hyde. Though. Carlos Hyde, yes, yeah, you have him on your fantasy team, Congre don't you? I one of them, yes. But congratulations to him as well. His son was born like right after that game. Yeah, yeah, so. and uh, I think wasn't it yesterday's birthday too? Yes, yesterday was his birthday. <laughs> he got two TDs. His son was born, and the Browns won. How about that? that a that's day. a hell of a birthday. That is a day for Carlos Hyde. Have a day. All right. So you want to you want to get into this? Uh, embarrassment oh boy yeah um so pickums for this week uh let's just say one of us had a significantly better week than the other yeah and ian was not the one that had a significantly better week no, on top of that on top of that i came back to beat him in fantasy in oh, the same brother week. so it's it, it's not a very good week for ian no at least sports wise i think today's been a pretty this week's been a pretty good week regardless I mean, Boston's pretty good, so... Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so let's just get our, our recap of this week. Uh, I went 6-8, and eight, Bryce went 9-5, and five, and we each had a tie once again. Uh, but we'll get Very into the ties later. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but, 
Yeah, so that brings our overall records. I am 14, 14, and 2 on the season. Bryce is 17, 11, and 2. Giving Bryce a three game lead over me. Tough. A little tough. Tough. It's tough. This week's interesting, though, so we'll see. Yes. All right, so first game on the chopping block Panthers, Falcons. We have. No, I, that's not true. That's not oh, true. Oh, no, we're, we're recapping. Never mind. Yeah, we're recapping. That's. Never mind. Okay, I thought you were talking this week, and I apologize because it's all right. I was not aware. Yeah, so I picked the Panthers. Bryce picked the Falcons. Falcons obviously came away with that one, thirty-one twenty-four. Just, it's just listen. The Panthers are really not that great. It's just I expected. Mid. I expected more out of the Panthers and less out of the Falcons. Well, the that's what this is what Philly does, man. They cloud you because Philly should not be a representation of how Atlanta plays. They just had a rough week one. I knew they were going to bounce back and beat their division rival. All right. Yeah, Cam Newton had a pretty good game, though. 335 yeah, yards, he did. three touchdowns. Matt Ryan might have had a better game. Though, I think he did have a better one. He, he ran for two TDs. He did, so yeah. I, that is not something we'll see a lot. Matt Ryan, mobile quarterback. That is a spectacle, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, so really not much else to say about that. Um, you know, Atlanta pulled that one out. Uh, Carolina gave a good fight, but in the end... Well, I mean, we knew it was going to be a good game, but... yeah. I just think I just thought the Falcons were going to win, and they did. Yeah, the NFC South's going to be really interesting this year. I really yeah, because like the Bucks. I, we all thought the Bucks were going to suck, and now they're good. So it, this is a really interesting. Division yeah, but now. We'll, we'll get to the Buccaneers a little later. Uh, next game up: Colts, Redskins. I had the Colts. You had the Redskins. So for once, yeah. a split pick goes my way. Um, I thought the Redskins were going to be able to. Uh, corral. Well, I guess they did corral Andrew Luck because he didn't have a great game, but their offense looked terrible. So I mean, yeah. Um, disappointed, but I'm actually okay with it because Redskins losing is good for me when it comes to who my team is. Yes, that helps out your Giants, but we'll also get it to the Giants matter. a little bit later with that. So. Uh... Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little fun with that. Oh uh-huh. yeah. All right. Next up, Texans Titans. We both picked the Texans. They lost. The Titans. I, I don't really know what's up with the Texans. Uh, they haven't looked great, but they have the Giants this week, and uh, that is dangerous. That's, for, there's going to be some interesting uh, interesting so. things to go with that. Next game. Next mm-hmm. game up, Chief, oh no, Eagles-Buccaneers. Both got um, it wrong because we both picked the Eagles. We under- magic, we've been underestimating Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic might be real. Fitz magic might be a real thing. It must be a contract year because, I mean, Jesus. Is it a contract year? Let me look that up. I, I think it has to be, right? I mean, by the laws of Fitzpatrick, it would have to be shit. <laughs> it um, has to be. It, it has to play, be because... He only plays as good in a contract year. Um... Is it a contract year? It is a contract year for Mr. Fitzpatrick. Yep, contract year. I'm telling yep. you, contract year Fitzpatrick is deadly. One of the best. You know, I think... He'll you suck know, next year, though. He, he absolutely will, because unless he signs a one-year deal... Yeah, that's what teams, that's what teams have, should have been doing, is signing one-year deals to... It's Patrick, so he plays good every year. <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I think the biggest storyline that came out of this game... What was he wearing afterwards? 
is uh, dude. He, he Conor looks, McGregor, the Conor McGregor flow. The Conor I McGregor. Love it. I love the worked. confidence. I love that. That was it's confidence. Exactly. That that's like uh, that's a look I can get behind. Although apparently I believe that was Deshaun Jackson's clothes, not his. So. Yeah, well, that makes sense too, because Deshaun Jackson is very uh, colorful too. He's uh, he's speaks his mind. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. All right, so next game up, Chiefs-Steelers. You picked the Chiefs, I picked the Steelers. Um, Listen, man, the Chiefs the Chiefs long ball attack, I already knew it was just going to be way too good and way too unstoppable for Pittsburgh, who now is seems like they're collapsing at the seams. So I, I just knew the Chiefs were going to be able to expose them, and, I, you know, I, I'm not going to spoil a pick, but uh, I don't know about the Steelers this week either. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about them either. You know, it does look like they're collapsing. Big Ben is definitely looking older. Well, Big Ben had a good game. It he was did just have a really defense. good game. The defense was dreadful. This game, yes, he um, was good, but I think this season he's starting to look a little older. You're starting to see that age come in. Uh, we, it's like, it, it's going to start being a trend until he retires, because we talked about it last year when he threw five picks against the Jaguars. I do recall that. And now that, he, and now that he threw three picks against the Browns, we're like, well, is he is he done? Is he getting older? Is his age catching up? Age caught up with Big Ben a long time ago. It's just that his receiving core and his backs are really, really good. Yes. Well, and his line course, is really, really good too. Of course, now Antonio Brown is. And so uh, there's, I don't think there's going to be a big issue with Antonio Brown. You don't see that? No, because I feel like it was just he was letting anger and frustration out. Uh, I think he's fine. I think they'll be okay, but they got to work on Bell. Yes, they Bell, have to work that on That situation Bell. is clearly not okay. So they need to work on that. I think AB will be fine. Yes, they definitely need to get Bell back because you can tell how this offense looks. This offense—it—it's not like they're awful without Bell. It's just with Bell, they would score a lot more points. Yes, they wouldn't be zero one and one right now if they had Bell. No, they would have beat the Browns if they had Bell. Yes, easily. Okay, so next game up: Dolphins Jets. We both picked the Jets. The Dolphins were. Ran away with this one, twenty to twelve. But well, I mean, the Jets have now played two games since we made this pick. Yes, and they lost both of them. And yes, to the Browns. Remember, was mm-hmm. you know they lost last night to the Browns. So, are are the Jets somebody? I don't know. I don't think they have an identity yet. I don't know if the Jets have found themselves because yes, they went into Detroit on Monday night and destroyed them. But they just lost to the Dolphins and then the Browns back to back. So Really makes you think, are the it, Jets it's, it's questionable. Is Sam Darnold really the future? I they, mean obviously it's, New York media games. gassed him up extremely after that Lions game and he he had he was okay against the Dolphins, but he was not good against the Browns. He was time. very bad against the Browns. That so was... I I don't know. We're gonna have to see in the future what happens. We are going to have to see what happens. Okay, next up, we got Chargers at Bills. This was the easiest game to pick this week. Yeah, that, this one was um, easy. <laughs> I think we can we can kind of merge this with what happened. So if you don't know what happened, uh, you probably don't know sports and don't listen to the show, but let me just recap. Vontae Davis walked away from football, not just the Bills, football, 
at halftime. The man retired at halftime. You didn't even wait till the game. You just. I. This is going to be, I think, the only time we ever see this in NFL history. There's no way this will ever happen again. I mean, I, I would hope so because, like, he said he said in an Instagram post afterwards he was looking out for his health. But but no. Okay, no. yeah, but that doesn't excuse retire. Like, if there's a health problem, yes, talk to say something to the coaches or something. Don't retire at halftime. That oh my goodness, this is hilarious to me. But I I can understand how other NFL players, especially Bills players, are absolutely offended and disgusted. By I this. I would be like if. Oh, if I was a Bills player, I would I would probably fight him. Like if Stephon Gilmore retired at halftime and then claimed it was just because he was like he didn't want to get hurt. That was that would be more of a Malcolm Butler move. Uh, Stephon. It Gilmore would be a Malcolm move. Butler move, but like, I mean, is is uh, Vontae Davis was he like the best cornerback on the Bills? No, roster? no, no, he wasn't. But I mean, still, it. He wasn't having a great year, but to be fair, he only played one and a half games. No, he I, wasn't he inactive week one actually. I don't remember, but all I know I is that man, saw reading. that that man left the Bills in football at halftime. Is all I'm all I really know. He picked up and quit football during a game. We'll never see that again. Like I think people need to appreciate how the the rarity of what just happened was yes how because, like, absurd what it what had happened was like yes that's it <laughs> that's it's that's insanity we'll never see it again i don't think i think you're long, right so. all right let's go into the next game okay so next game uh vikings at packers we both picked the vikings but uh alas a 29-29 tie. tie off a bunch of missed field goals. And I'm going to be honest with you. The referees saved Minnesota. You see, I've been saying that a lot, but I'm not quite sure where it is, like where that, that happened. That hit. Oh, the Clay Matthews hit, yeah. Yes, because he threw a pick on that play. And it should have easily been, it, just, it should have stood. It was an interception, that would have been the game. But the hit, roughing the passer call on Clay Matthews. I'm going to be honest. It was not roughing the passer. Well, they've called that a number of times this season, so like... Yes, I understand. I'm glad that they're being consistent, at least, but I hate this new rule. He's the scoop, right? They called it because he he apparently scooped him, which he didn't. Based on what I saw, he didn't scoop him. I I think you're right. But he didn't put his whole body weight on him. He didn't scoop him. He didn't drive him into the ground. I don't know why that one was flagged. There was another one earlier on the Vikings that I didn't really think was pass interference, or not pass interference, uh, roughing the passer either. But I just don't really understand where they're coming from with this rule. Yeah, I mean... I appreciate that they're trying to limit the injuries, obviously. You know, you don't want to see... Listen, okay, they can limit... It's impossible, okay? You gotta understand, the nature of football, it is impossible to avoid injury. Of course. So, I just don't get why a hit like that, it it wasn't high, it wasn't, like, aggressive, it wasn't, like, a super hard hit. I don't know why it was flagged. Was it? Was it? It was like maybe a 
like a m- couple milliseconds after he threw it. So it was like it was a reasonable timing on the hit. I just don't understand why it was flagged. I uh, know. Again, I don't know why they're flagging it, but at least they're being consistent about it. I guess so. I mean, I don't know, man. I just know that Packers were robbed. That is all I'm aware of. You see, it would have been a lot worse if the Vikings actually won this game because of that. Obviously, well, the I Packers should have won it. Works, football works in mysterious ways. It does. And we know that all too well. All right. What's, what's the next game, brother? Next game, Browns-Saints. Got um, it right, but this one right. was interesting, actually, because it was super close. Uh, yeah, 21-18. to 18. The Saints put up 18 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, defense, <laughs> the defense fell apart. Uh, their kicker, who is not with them anymore, fell apart. Yeah. Um, um, that was just an awful... Awful yeah. kicking performance. He missed uh, what two field goals th- or no three he, field goals? He two blew two separate games because yeah, they could have won week one against Pittsburgh, but he missed, so they tied. And then he missed again. Yeah, so he is uh, he is fired. He'll probably never have a job in the NFL again. No, he's he's going. But that's just that's just the cruel that's the cruel reality for kickers. If you mess up, you are. Done. Yep, the Roberto Aguayo That's treatment. happened to the Vikings kicker too. He was a rookie. He got he got cut after two weeks. Yeah, as a rookie. he was. Yeah, he got and they picked up Dan Bailey. Yeah, so they, they go for the rookie kicker to Dan Bailey. Yeah, to the most accurate kicker in NFL history. Second for most, some reason, second most accurate. For some reason, he didn't have a job, but whatever. Yeah, for for some reason, Jerry Jones decided to cut him for a rookie who went yeah, on to miss oh. a field goal in Week One. Yeah, it happens, man. Whatever. I mean, Jerry Jones, man. He's he's his own guy. That's one way of putting it. All right, next game up, Lions Forty ers We both picked the Forty ers and the Forty ers won pretty handily. Yeah. Thirty to no, twenty. Well, well, they they were they they were pretty handily. I mean, yeah, they. A lot of Detroit's were points were garbage TV. garbage points. But yeah, I mean the Lions, I, they're in very very dangerous territory now this really i honestly think it's only been two weeks but i really think patricia's on the hot seat now already because really yes because they got blown out by the jets at home by a rookie on monday night they did that that puts you in the hot seat and now they have the patriots this week so good luck with that i Uh, mean yeah yeah it's it's not and they're coming off a loss when the Patriots come off a loss, it is different. They come out on fire. Like, they come out pissed. Yeah, they so, very rarely lose back-to-back games. I mean, so it happened twice in 2015, but that season was just a mess. It. This is going to be a very, very dangerous and interesting season for Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I, I used to really like Matt Patricia back when the Patriots' defense wasn't awful. But after last season, it's like... It was pretty clear that he needed to go. Well, and I don't know. That defense was missing Hightower, and it's just it wasn't a great It was, but, anything. like, that Hightower wasn't going to make enough of a presence to, uh, you know, counteract how Shouldn't bad Shouldn't have ever traded Chandler. I agree, because we literally got nothing out of that. Chandler Jones is now... I don't, I don't know how he's doing Cardinal, this season. I think. Yeah, he's with the Cardinals. 
I feel like if we kept Chandler Jones, the Patriots' pass rush is immensely better. Yeah. Shout-out Syracuse. Shout-out Syracuse. Who won, by the way, so shout-out Q's twice. <laughs> All right, next game up. Uh, Cardinals-Rams, speaking of uh, Chandler Jones. Oh, this, no, this was the easiest game to pick. Oh, um, you know what? Good point, yeah. Forget the Bills and Chargers. This was easy. Are you kidding me? The, the Cardinals are an absolute joke. <laughs> joke. Poor Larry. Okay, uh, poor Larry. Larry, Larry oh, I wish they would trade him to a contender. I, I wish they would do that, too. I honestly... He wouldn't, he wouldn't even enjoy it, though, because he's so loyal to Arizona. It's like he would hate it. He doesn't owe the city of Phoenix anything, like... He is their LeBron. He is Arizona's LeBron until Booker is, uh, is like, a superstar. I think I think that's a pretty good comparison. Cause I like, mean... He fits Gerald, man. He's done everything for the Cardinals. I wish he got a ring. I wish. I wish they beat Kirk. Uh, I'm sorry. I wish Kurt Warner beat Big Ben that year. I really wish they did too. I really wish that. I wish they did, but you know, shit happens. I guess. Poor Larry, though. I love Larry. I always have. Oh, absolutely, dude. Larry Fitzgerald. You cannot hate Larry Fitzgerald. He's football's Dirk. Yes. Yeah. You, you can't hate Larry Fitzgerald. I've never met yeah. someone who could hate Larry Fitzgerald. No. No way. It's just not possible. He's, Poor he's Larry, a good guy. No. Shout he's out a great Larry. player. And now he's, he's on a poverty team. No matter what. Too. Yeah. Yeah, he really has. But uh, alas, Rams 34, Cardinals 0. 0. Pathetic. Just not good. I don't, I don't even think they should bring in Rosen this year, to be honest with you. Waste of time. And next week, they play Chicago. Oh, for this brother. Week. Yeah, they play Chicago, so I wouldn't even bother <laughs> no, bringing Josh Rosen no. in. I mean, un- Khalil un- unless Khalil Mack inevitably breaks uh, Sam Bradford's unless, spine. I, that might actually happen, because that line is garbage. Good. No, it sucks. It's not good at all. Poor fucking Larry, man. I wish Larry got one, but it looks like he's going to retire without one unless he gets traded. And honestly, I really hope he does get traded. Even if it's not to the Patriots, even if it's just to another contender. I just want him to be on a Super Bowl winning team. I really want to see that. He's going to be, if he decides to, he's going to be a great coach in this league. I I could see that. I could very much see that. Especially if he was like a wide receiver coach. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Amazing. He'd be great at that. Absolutely. I would love to see it, too. Because then he, he'd probably have a better chance of winning a ring at that point. Yeah, he might get a ring coaching one day if he decides to win. I, I certainly hope so. One way or another, he deserves that ring. He does. All right, next game up, Raiders-Broncos. I almost had this one in the bag. Of he course. Thought. He thought. Of course they didn't. Brady McManus, game winner from 36 yards out as time this, expires. This is also another... Um, John Gruden is now 0-2. Now, of course, his first game was against the Rams, and nobody thought the Raiders were going to beat the Rams. Cause it's the Rams. But the Broncos are a team that they should be beating, right? Right. I, th- I would think so. I would think I mean, they, I know they're, I mean, they I know their defense... I know their defense is good, but, like, John Gruden, listen, when you're getting that money, you're expected to win games. Starting 0-2 is not a very good look. Uh, it is really not a good look, especially when you outright refuse to pay your best player. 
Yeah, and you know what the worst part about that is? Is that he has complained, like, well, we haven't been getting enough pass rushing. You <laughs> traded if away Khalil Mack. Yeah, imagine, right? Oh, damn, imagine if I only had a defensive player of the year rushing the passer, right? Yeah, imagine oh, Imagine yeah. if that team had a generational pass rusher. Oh, my God, they'd be, they'd be set. With, like, comparisons to, like, Lawrence go Taylor. After, go after... Uh, Vaughn Miller's or something. I, I mean, is there anyone else you could think of that would come to mind that the Raiders could have or had uh, had? I don't know, man. I don't know. That's Chicago, I guess. Yeah, maybe the Bears have someone like that. Yeah, maybe Bears. Urlacher. Yeah, bring him back. <laughs> yeah, get Urlacher back. <laughs> yeah, like, we're getting out of the whole thing. Urlacher has hair now, so I don't know if he has the same effect oh, as Bald Urlacher. Oh, never mind. Nah, if he has hair, nah. Nah, Bald Urlacher. Nah. Gotta, gotta... If he shaves his head, put a jersey on him, throw him out there. Might as well. But, but uh, <laughs> if he has hair, nah, no. No. Anyways, all right, Patriots-Jaguars. Uh, this game hurt to watch. Uh, Bryce, you obviously picked the Jags. I obviously did not. Um, Tom Brady didn't have an awful game, but Blake Bortles... Um, Looks like a Blake Bortles we've never seen before. Well, it's because the Patriots' defense is a little weak. Uh, Bortles took yeah. advantage of that. and uh, I mean, listen, I knew that the the rushing would... Uh, the fact that the Jaguars' offense pretty much is... The only thing they do is keep the other offense off the field. but And they're good at that. So if they could do that to Tom Brady, they were going to win the game. They did it. Uh, Cole made that catch, which was... Oh, my God, that catch was incredible. It was probably the turning point. And then Tom Brady, obviously, was pissed on the sideline, and that affects the Patriots in every way. So it it was just... The Jaguars executed perfectly. They kept the Patriots off the field, pretty much, and then they shut them down when they were on them. Yeah, I think the big part of this game was definitely the Jaguars' offense uh, stepping up. Because I felt like if there was ever, if the Patriots were going to beat the Jaguars, because like, you know, the Patriots offense against the Jaguars defense, those are going to clash together, and that's going to be like an immovable object versus an unstoppable force sort of thing. But it's going to come down to, can the Patriots defense stop the Jaguars offense? And at the end of the day, they couldn't. So that's why the Jaguars won that game. That's very questionable, too, because they didn't have Fournette, and their receiving core is bad. Yeah. It, it, it just wasn't pretty. But um, I still have faith in Brian Flores. You know, this was his second game as a defensive coordinator. Um, I have I have very little reason to have to be losing faith in him right now, so I'm not too concerned yet about that. No, I wouldn't be. It's too early. And they did beat Tex- the Texans, whose offense is pretty good. So I, I, uh, I wouldn't be too concerned. Exactly. All right. Um, we're going to go to the Sunday night game. Giants Cowboys. Let's uh you want to talk can about just, your New I, York football giants. Okay. So here's my problem. There's a couple things. I want to talk about the line first. The offensive line looked like kitchen appliances. That's disrespectful to kitchen appliances. Um Will Hernandez though. Will Hernandez is I I believe in him. He's good, but one guard does not do anything. Eric Flowers is a tackle dummy. <laughs> Again, disrespectful uh, cat had tackle dummies. We lost our center for the year, probably. Um, Solder, I guess, was all right, but still. 
Uh, he's not worth the no. He was okay, paycheck. but he was never worth that. Anyway. No, he definitely wasn't. He was literally the number so, thirty-four offensive lineman. It was either he, that or the offensive uh, tackles. So like, God, I can't even. I was so mad when we did that because like we lost Norwell. We didn't get Norwell, and Gentleman panicked and just paid whoever was on the market. Solder was never going to be worth this, so I have already accepted that we lost out. Um, yeah. I got to talk about our game plan. I wonder, I really am questioning, was the idea to just not throw to Odell to throw them off? Uh, I'd like to know that too because my fantasy team has Odell yeah, and he's been uh, underperforming massively. Well, he didn't underperform in week one. He actually did pretty good and he, he missed out on probably two TDs because of Eli. But this is like we literally, it seemed like every play was either Eli got sacked, we threw a check down, or Barkley ran. That was like it. That was like our entire game was check down to Barkley, take a sack, run with Barkley. And I get it to a certain extent because, like, I know our line sucks, but we made the Dallas defensive line look like a Pro Bowl team. Yeah, you really did. It, it was embarrassing. And you know what sucks? We have, we have like, three more primetime games. Three. Jesus. And we have to go in front of the country with that pathetic roster three more times. We're not going to win one of those any games one of against them. the Bears too. I not sure. I think one of I them is against the We play the Eagles on a Thursday night. We're going to get absolutely demolished. We play the 49ers on a Monday. I think we play the Falcons, 49ers and Eagles in primetime. And we're getting a we're getting destroyed by every single one of them. Okay, so now one, we're not winning one of those games. We're gonna go zero and four in prime time this year. We shouldn't even have four prime time games. We're embarrassing. <laughs> I think that there's one defense, game that this team's gonna contend in. Oh my in. god! I don't know what the <laughs> hell we were doing on defense. We Dak threw a bomb to start the game. When has Dak ever thrown a bomb? I mean, to be fair, that's Tavon Austin. He's one of the fastest. Yes, okay, it's it's Tavon Austin, but it's also Dak Prescott. Ah, uh, fair point. Okay, that's embarrassing. And that's how we started the game. You know how we responded on offense? Three and out. It was over. That was over. Once they did that, it was over. Once we went three and out, the game was over from that. You may as well turn the TV off. We really only scored six points. Yes, we scored 13, but we scored a irrelevant garbage time touchdown. We scored six points. Six real points. Yeah, we that, were down, that was... Uh... We were down 20 to... Th- How do we go down 20 to 3 to that team? That's embarrassing. It's pathetic is what it is. What, what, I can't believe... This is... I was saying this all offseason... Barkley is not going to help us win now. What did Gettleman do? We need to win now and get Barkley. Well, how are we going to win now with a running back? When one, we don't have a line. Two, we don't have a quarterback. Three, apparently are, we don't really have DBs. I mean, Eli Apple's been okay. Janoris has been okay-ish. But, like, 
Okay, people hype up Apple. Let me talk about that for a second. Eli Apple has guarded return men. He's not been tested yet. He'll be tested against Will Fuller. If he does good against Will Fuller, I'll buy in a little bit. But I'm not. He he yeah. He clamped Moncrief. What it? Wow. Holy shit. Dante Moncrief, that dinosaur. Give him give him DPOI. He clamped Moncrief against Bortles. <laughs> give him DPOI. I don't, I don't see why not. Yeah, but anyway, no, that's really, really. I, I can't effort. believe how awful we were. I thought we were gonna win. I thought we were gonna go in with a mindset. Okay, I thought the Giants were gonna take that close game loss to the Jags as motivations. Like, you know what? We played decent. We can beat Dallas. But instead, they went in with a mindset of, "Oh, damn, Dallas is next week in Dallas. Oh shit!" They were nervous. They looked like they had no idea what they're doing. The O-line was atrocious. Our D-line, I mean, it's Zeke, and their O-line's decent. So I, I didn't expect a lot. I guess Zeke didn't, like, go off. He had, like, a normal game, but, like, still. I mean, 17 carries for 78 yards and a touchdown. I mean, that's not bad. That's solid. That's a solid game. That's so- that's a solid work by our D-line. I mean, 78 yards and 17 carries. He could have easily had, like, 200 yards. So I that's good. So it, I I can't believe we have four more, three more. Sorry for primetime game. I mean, yeah, that's, that's like almost half your schedule right there is primetime games because you guys had the uh, the Monday night game too, right? We have two Monday I mean, night games. No, no, you guys didn't have a Monday night game last week. Monday no, night. we had a Sunday night. Sunday night, two Monday nights, and a Thursday night, and we're getting embarrassed in every single one of them in front of the country. I, it's it's awful. It is one of the worst times to be a Giants fan. We're pathetic. And we should have just taken a QB. And I'll always stand by that. As good as Barkley is, we should have just taken a QB, man. You had Darnold, you had Rosen, you had Allen, you had Lamar Jackson, but that would have been a reach. No, that would have been a reach. I'm, listen, I love Lamar, but that would have been a reach. It would have, yeah. Too. Nah, that would have been a reach. Maybe if he... Maybe if he was eligible to draft uh, the year we won, he won the Heisman, he might have won it too, but he was a sophomore. so Right. Oh, man, I want to move on. All I'm right, just disgusted. So last, last game of last week, uh, Bears 24, Seahawks 17. Um, okay, wow, this Bears defense is for real. Khalil Matt is my, will probably win DPOI. And, and we're two weeks in, and it's already like it's Khalil Matt. I mean, is there literally anyone else so far? I mean, no. It's, it's obviously, we're going into week three, so it's if not he, like... The only way he loses DPOI is if he gets hurt. I think you're right. I mean, he's insane. Now, I know the Seahawks line is atrocious. Yeah. Okay? But it's still Khalil Mack. Listen, that Packers line is pretty decent, and he, still, he made them look bad. He did. So he, he cool Max for real, man. He he is, yeah. And this Bears defense is just insane. Not, it's just not fair. No, they're not. They're 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 gonna be good, man. If Mitchell Trubisky has to step up, though, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he he didn't have a great game that night, but um, he didn't have a good game. He didn't really have a great game against uh, Green Bay either, man. So I don't know. Starting to look like a reach. I mean, he's good enough to get the job done. And I think that's maybe. all that really matters. I mean, maybe. 
Well, I guess now we're moving into our picks for this week. All right, week. so week three. Uh, obviously, Thursday night happened last night, so we're not going to talk about that. Well, we wouldn't talk about that normally. Uh, first game of the week, we've got Broncos at Ravens. Let me uh, pull that one up. Broncos at Ravens. Bron- or Ravens are favored by five and a half at home. What are you thinking, Bryce? I'm going Broncos. All right. There's a reason for this. Do tell. Um, the Ravens really didn't look good against the Bengals, right? I mean, they looked like, you know, they didn't look like the Ravens. The Broncos' defense is way better than the Bengals' defense. I I don't see the Ravens even moving the ball against the Broncos. I mean, how would they? Yeah, they're favored by five and a half, but listen, man, I I just see the Broncos winning this one. Their All tough right. defense, their offense is probably good enough to beat the Ravens. I'm going to take the Broncos. All right. Yeah, that's – um. so I'm going to take the Ravens in this one. Um, I feel like – you, you do make a very good point that the Ravens haven't been looking... They didn't look good against the Bengals. They only look good against the Bills. They looked good against the Bills, but then again, who doesn't look good against the Bills? Exactly. However, at the same time, you're at home. You've got a great test against the Broncos, so I feel like I've also been beating up on rather weak competition. Well, um, I don't know about that either. I mean, he he. They beat up on the Seahawks and they squeaked out a victory against a Khalil Mackless Raiders. Well, I mean that doesn't really like. They would have been Khalil Mackless either way. I mean. I mean, if they had Khalil Mack. I I don't know. Their the Raiders' offense isn't that good, so I I probably still would have been high on the Broncos. I'm not crazy. Think, I mean, Broncos. you think about it. You're saying, oh, yeah, the Broncos have beat up on weaker teams, but Baltimore's only win came against the Bills. Right, right. I don't think this is going to so, be a great game, but I still think the Ravens cool, but, No, it's going to be boring. That's going to be a boring game, but still. I still think the Ravens pulled this one out by a couple points. It's going to be close, for it sure. It is going to be close. All right, next game, Saints at Falcons. Falcons favored by three. Uh, I'm going to go with the Saints. I think the Saints pick up their first dub of the season here. Oh, wait, no, they already won one. Never mind. No, they they won against the Browns. Barely against the Browns. Uh, I think they're going to squeak out another one here against the Falcons. The hot get hotter. I'm going with the Falcons. Listen. All right. They made the, they made the Saints look bad. and And... Or no, they made the Panthers look bad. But I think they're going to make the Saints look bad, too. I think the Falcons are going to start... They, they got hot. They just beat a division rival. I think they're going to beat another division rival this week. The Saints are tougher than the Panthers. That's for sure. But the Saints, let's be honest. The Saints got blown up by Fitzmagic. And they squeaked out against the Browns. Although, I feel like Fitzmagic's going to have a field day against this Falcons defense. If, well, Fitzmagic's playing the Saint or the uh, Steelers. Yeah, I know. I mean, when when Fitzmagic plays the Falcons, so I feel like I don't listen. All I'm saying is the Saints don't look that good, and the Falcons looked decent in their first game, and then they looked really good 
in the second game. So I think the hot get hotter here, and I'm going to go with Atlanta. All right. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to take the Saints in this one. Um, I think Drew Brees is going to pick it up this week. I think he's going to This is going to be a shootout, I think. This will probably be a shootout. I think an offensive shootout is going to be in the making here. All right, next game. We got Packers at Redskins. Packers favored by three on the road. Um, I'm taking that. 100%. Um, well... I'm going to take it too, but Ro- I don't know about Rodgers. I think he'll play, and if he plays, the Packers are going to win. So I'm going to take the Packers on the grounds that Rodgers plays. I think but Rodgers is looking good for Sunday. He's been taking it late this week. questionable right now, but uh, I think he'll play, so I'm going to take the Packers. I, th- I think he will play. All right. Colts at Eagles. You got Eagles favored by seven at home. Um, hey. You picking or me? Uh, you you sound like you're about to say something, so why don't you go ahead? Uh, that line should be way bigger. The Eagles are going to decimate the Colts. Listen, that Colts defense is weak. And Wentz is coming back this week. It is not looking good for Indy. And they're in Philly. They're in Philly, right? Yes. Are they? They're in Philly. They're in Philly? Yeah, no way. The Eagles win, I think, pretty easily. I I do think that it's gonna be it's gonna be an Eagles easy win. But I haven't seen a lot of people saying that the Colts are gonna put up a good fight in this one. Um I don't like I just will. don't really see it with that defense. Uh they had that guy who had a couple of sacks last week. I don't remember what his name is. But um he Yeah but that defense I feel like is gonna become something soon enough, but it's not not this game. Nope. No, not, not against the Eagles. Not with Carson Wentz. the Eagles, it's not. Carson Wentz is coming back with a vengeance, and uh, yeah, he's we'll he's going to have a game this game. Alright. Bills at Vikings. Um, oh, this is disgusting. Skip. Uh, the line is literally 16 and a half. I mean, this is embarrassing. The Minnesota Vikings are going to win in a blowout. Oh my god! This they, is, they might just I win by even fifteen. That's not in. even that bold. I wouldn't even tune in if I was a Bills fan. I wouldn't even bother. Would, I not, would not even either. bother. It's crazy that if the over/under start, is only forty and a half. They're starting Josh Allen. I think. I think they are. They're idiots. Well, Josh Allen is going to look like an absolute scrub against this defense. I mean, it's either him or Nathan Peterman. You really don't get a good... There's no correct tank. answer to that. Just tank, dude. Just tank. You guys, They're not going to win anything. Oh, They've been man. embarrassed in two straight weeks. Especially the Ravens. I mean, oh my goodness. And the Vikings are way better than the Ravens. Oh, obviously. I mean, the Chargers are better than the Ravens, too. But, I mean, I guess they didn't get embarrassed, embarrassed against the Chargers. But, I mean, oh my goodness. This is going to be an ugly No, ugly that's going to be a bloodbath. That is going to be a, a, just, oh my goodness. The NFL might not even show it. I, that's just yeah. ugly. I mean, the over-under is 40 and a half. Um, I think the Vikings are going to cover that themselves. The frankly. Vikings might put up more than 40, honestly. That's, that's what I meant by that, like... It's oh, it's man. just not going to be pretty. 
Um, I'm just waiting to see Adam Thielen's fantasy point stat line this oh week. Oh my god, he might just he might just drop forty by himself. My fantasy team and, would appreciate oh, that. Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook and all of them are just going to explode. Any Vikings Vikings defense, anything Viking related, play it in fantasy this week. Yes, anything you can play. Yeah, any Viking you can play. Just I think I've got. I there. think I've got Dolphin Cook and Adam Thielen. I have the Vikings defense and and I think our league, so I'm definitely playing them. Yeah, that's. Uh, this is. I, I kind of want to watch this game just to see how bad it goes. No, I'm. I'm going to be watching the, another game that we haven't talked well, about. Well, I'll just probably have to see whatever game I get here. Um. All right. Next game: Raiders Dolphins. Miami favored by three at home. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to take Dolphins as well because the Dolphins are actually – I think their defense is good enough to beat the Raiders. Their offense is a little questionable, but their defense is pretty good. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. Yeah, and as much as I want to, you know, give the Raiders their first win of the season here, um, I just don't see it happening. The Raiders have just looked slow on offense. Um, It's it's just – it hasn't really – it hasn't Gruden really has not it. worked out so far. Gruden so far has been not a, a good sign. Not a good sign if you're a Raider fan. Really not a good sign. Okay, next game. Bengals at Panthers. Bengals, Panthers. Carolina favored by three at home against the undefeated Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to take Carolina because Carolina, I don't think the, the Bengals, they've beaten, what, the Colts and Ravens. Yes. Carolina, I would say, is better than the Colts and kind of, I would say, slightly better than the Ravens. But I'm going to take Carolina because Carolina, I think, is a good enough offense to switch cheese that defense up. And I think they're going to take take down the Bengals and end their undefeated season so far. Yes, I, too, am taking the Panthers this week. Um the Bengals have really just been playing weaker competition. Uh, obviously, I do have the Ravens winning this week, but that's, you know, different reasons. Um, I feel like the Panthers are probably the best team that they've played. They're definitely the best team that they've played so far. Um, I feel like I'm not going to say that Carolina should handle Cincinnati easily. No, it'll, it'll be a good game. It's going to be a good game. And I think A.J. Green's going to have a good game. But yeah, um, in the end, I think Carolina's got this game. Probably by more than three. Maybe a little more. All right, here's gonna be here's a fun one: Giants Texans. This is not fun for anybody involved. Unless you're, unless unless you're, you're JJ Texans. Watt. Not even that. Unless you're JJ Watt. The Texans are going to embarrass us. So I'm taking the Texans. We are going to get pummeled. The line is what six? It's, it may as well be six. It is six. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be embarrassing. JJ Watt against Eric Flowers. Matchup of the week. Oh my god, no. Don't even... <laughs> if I'm Eric Flowers, I retire at halftime. I just don't even bother, bro. If I'm Eli Manning, I would have retired at halftime a couple of years ago. <laughs> but, uh, oh my god, this is... this is We're going to see a copy and paste of what happened in Dallas. Check down after check down, throwing a run in there sometimes. If you have Barkley and you're in PPR, play him because he's going to get like 20 receptions. Yeah, you, that's probably what's going to happen. He was the leading receiver of yes, uh, Giants, like four, Cowboys. I think he had 14 receptions for I think you're right. Yards. So I, it's, oh my goodness. Just the Texans are going to obliterate him. 
Yeah, this, this is not going to be. Pretty and the Texans good. haven't looked good either. Uh, they really have. No, they really haven't. That offense hasn't been. They looking lost good. to the Titans without Mariota and the Patriots. They're going to get their first one of the season. I think they are as well. All right, next game. Titans at Jaguars. Uh, there's no point spread, but I'm going to assume the Jaguars are favored in this one because they I, should um, be. I have a spread that says nine. By nine? All right, ESPN's got nothing right now, so I'll take your nine. And I'm going to say they're going to win by at least ten. Um, I think that Jacksonville is going to win because I don't know. <laughs> Mariota playing won't even matter. Jacksonville's just going to beat them, I think. Yeah, uh, I think that's how it has to go. Jacksonville's defense is just way too good for the Titans. What's kind of oh. what's kind of interesting right now, I'm just kind of looking at uh, how on ESPN, how it shows the ticket prices. Uh, the cheapest tickets to this game are 25 bucks. That's pretty good. That's really good, especially for a game in Jacksonville, which is a really nice stadium. It's not even going to be nearly as hot as it was last week, so like... Hey, yeah, if, any, if you're uh, out there, go. If any Jacksonville listeners are looking for something to do this Sunday, yeah, tickets as low as $25. Head over, man. All right, so 49ers at Chiefs. Um, this is the game of the week for me. Really? This, this is interesting. I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, I don't think the 49ers can handle the deep attack that the Chiefs have. Uh, I think Tyree Kill and Kareem Hunt and that offense is just going to run all over the 49ers. This is going to be a shootout, though. Don't get me wrong, because that Chiefs defense ain't really that good. And Garoppolo should have a good game. But I think the Chiefs are going to put up a very, very big game. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes already has 10 touchdowns on the season. Um, he might just throw another five this game against the 49ers. I, he might. He might, honestly. Yeah. Are you taking the Chiefs? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would too. What what is Patrick oh, Mahomes did. doing? Mahomes is insane. Oh my god, ten I mean, touchdowns he's got already. Ten TDs already and five hundred and eighty two yards. I mean, oh my goodness. He's on fire and I expect to continue this week. I mean if he keeps up this pace, he's gonna throw eighty touchdowns, which shatters okay, the record. Obviously Sorry, pace is different. Relax, than reality. relax, relax. Hey, hey, hey. Eighty touchdowns. Hey, hey, I'm just saying that's what the pace is on right now. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> I'm not saying he's gonna it's, reach that pace. It's week three. I'm aware. Don't talk to me about pace, man. I mean, I was saying last year that Mike Gillisley was on pace for forty eight touchdowns after week one. <laughs> uh, I think he ended the season with five. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like quarterback and running back and a running back by committee offense is uh, two very different things. Well, I mean, maybe Kareem Hunt will start turning it up more, too. I don't know. Let's hey, maybe. See. It's always a possibility. But, yeah, no, Chiefs, Chiefs are taking this one pretty easily. Uh, here's what I got for my game of the week. Chargers-Rams. That is a good game. I'm taking the Rams in the Battle of L.A., because the Rams, this is going to be a good game, I think. But I think the Rams are just a little too strong for the Chargers. I agree, but I feel like this is going to be like a really tight game. Uh, it Rams will. It'll be seven. close. It'll be close. This game isn't going to be won by seven. It's going to be won by like two or three. Yeah, it's going to be a battle of who's the better head coach, I think, this week. Because I think the game plan is going to be huge in the involvement of who's going to win. Oh, definitely. So I'm going to take the Rams, though. Absolutely. All right, uh, Cowboys Seahawks. Seahawks favored by one and a half at home. What do you think of this? Uh, I'm gonna take Dallas. All right. Um, 
because the reason I'm going to take Dallas is because we we saw what they did to the Giants O line, and they're considered better than the Seahawks O line. But then again, you got Russell Wilson, who is very, very more mobile than uh, Eli. But I digress. I think Dallas's run game and their control on offense is going to be enough to edge out the Seahawks. Yeah, which I, have... I honestly think if they lose this game, you got to start looking at Pete Carroll a little bit. I do have. The, I do have the Cowboys winning this game because I feel like on offense and on defense, this team is better. Although, I don't know if... Um, the Seahawks have had a lot of injuries on defense, so I don't know if... Uh, mm. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe, uh, maybe their defense not, might be better. They're not the Boom anymore. They're not they're, the LOB anymore. Oh, of course, no. That, the Legion of Boom is long gone. Yeah. But, um, of course, you know, I feel like Dallas is going to squeak by in this one. But this game really is not going to be a good one. A couple years no, ago, this would be a great primetime game, but now, no. Nah, not anymore. Two two watch dynasties going at it. Yeah, pretty much. That that's pretty much it. All right, Bears at Cardinals. At Bears only favored by five points. Um, this is this is an embarrassment to four o'clock games. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know why this would be at four o'clock. I don't know who thought that was. Uh, and remember, the, the schedule was made before like anyone thought anything about the Bears' defense. So now, the Bears. I can't believe the line's only five. They're um, gonna win by like fifty. Pretty much. Like, like th- this is gonna be embarrassing. Think about it. Khalil Mack might kill someone. He might. He might. You he know. Might. I, it's uh, it terrifies me because I think the Giants play the Bears. So this that is terrifying. The Giants do play the Bears, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think I'm going to watch that week. I don't even think I can bring myself to watch that game. The the, the Bears are going to win by a pretty easy margin. This might wind up being Josh Rosen's uh, NFL debut. I, I no, honestly pray. Debut. I pray it's not. I mean, I feel like he's going to wind up being thrown in here because Khalil Mack's going to hit Sam Bradford so hard so many times that he's just going to like have his spine severed or something. I, I don't know, man. This, this is just going to be ugly. It's going to be very ugly. All right, so we're going to the primetime games. Patriots at Lions. Patriots favored by seven on the road. Uh, I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, I'm going to take New England for the first time this season. Actually. Good man. Um, Detroit is... Uh, listen, if the Jets can go in and embarrass Detroit, the Patriots can go in and embarrass Detroit. Maybe by even more. So, uh, at Patricia versus Belichick, and B- Belichick loves beating up on his interns. Yep. <laughs> so I this is it might be brutal Sunday night game. Yeah, um, this is gonna be a fun game to watch if you're a Patriots fan. Um, if you're, a I Lions would tune fan. in if I was a Patriots fan. I'd tune in for sure. Yeah, um, it's just not gonna be. It's it's. Um, it's not gonna be pretty. I'm pretty sure Darius Slay's out. Too, so oh, that makes it even worse. We're gonna see uh, Chris Hogan go off. We're gonna see Gronk go off. We're gonna see newly acquired Josh Gordon go off. Maybe, maybe. I hope so. I hope so. I they might limit his might. play time so he can get used to the offense. But like, honestly, part of me wants to see Josh McDaniels just send him deep every play. Let's talk about the Monday night game. Monday night game. All right. Bit. 
Steelers at Buccaneers. Pittsburgh, believe it or not, is favored in this game by one and a half. Um, I'm taking Tampa. I'm taking Tampa Bay and Fitzmagic because realistically, they're kind of like the Chiefs. They have a very threatening deep ball attack. The Steelers cannot defend deep ball attack. So I think they're in trouble. I think they're going to fall to 0-2-1 here on Monday night. Bryce, would you say that Deshaun Deshaun Jackson is going to have a big game? I would say Deshaun Jackson is going to have a huge game this week, yeah. All right. Mike Evans probably go off too. Mike Evans will have a good game, but I feel like Deshaun Jackson is going to be the game. Because Deshaun Jackson's the deep threat, like he's, like he's not the best receiver on the team, but like he is the the Tampa Bay's Tyree Kill. He was Tyree Kill before Tyree Kill was Tyree Kill. He was Tyree Kill before anyone knew who Tyree Kill was. He was making. And I, I, the, the, what what happened with Deshaun Jackson when he was on the Eagles is in, like engraved in my brain. Ah yes, Miracle at the Middlelands Part Two. Oh, oh the Giants have a rich oh. history. I yeah, but I mean, I'll take the rings. Yep, I walked right into that one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to recap. Broncos at Ravens, I'm taking the Ravens. Bryce is taking the Broncos. Saints at Falcons, I'm taking the Saints. Bryce is taking the Falcons. Packers, Redskins, we both got the Packers. Colts, Eagles, we both got the Eagles. Bills, Vikings, we both got the Vikings. RIP Buffalo. Uh, Raiders, Dolphins, we both got the Dolphins. Bengals, Panthers, we both got the Panthers. Giants, Texans, we both got the Texans. Titans, Jags, we both got the Jags. 49ers, Chiefs, we both have the Chiefs. Chargers, Rams, we're both going with the Rams. Cowboys, Seahawks, we're both going with the Cowboys. Bears, Cardinals, Bears by 80. Patriots, Lions, Patriots by 50. Steelers, Buccaneers, we both got the Buccaneers. Crazy how uh, you, you, you really think the Vikings are going to miss the playoffs over the 49ers. But uh, man. Questionable. Not a podcast will pass without you mentioning Questionable. That at best, but now I want to get... We'll have to see about that. I'll have to get into Josh Gordon a little bit. Yes. Now, I think, from an outside perspective, and not a Patriot fan perspective, this might not work. Let me explain. Because Josh Gordon clearly has off-the-field problems that require professional help and no help that really an NFL team can provide. Um, He... None of the none of the antics he pulled in Cleveland are gonna fly in New England. So it's dangerous because if he's not, you know, willing to turn his life and career around fast, he's not gonna work out. Yes, you make a very, very valid point. None of the antics that he pulled with Cleveland would ever fly in New England, but I feel like that going to a place like New England is the best possible thing to ever happen to Josh Gordon in terms of his his drug problem, because Bill Belichick is a no-bullshit coach, and yeah. he knows... But that, that, that'll either work for or against him. Yes, and I'm guessing... It, that, it like, all depends on It depends on his mindset and what he wants to do. Does he want to turn his life around and just and finally realize the potential he has? Or does he want to keep doing his same habits and 
fall out of the NFL. Because if he messes up on the Patriots, he might fall out of the NFL. I think this is like his last chance. Like if he screws this up, no other coach is going to take a chance on him because they know that if Belichick can't do anything with him, why? Why would yeah, anyone? Why, even bother? why would any other coach even bother? Because if Bill Belichick can't break through to this kid, it's not going to happen with anyone. He he could easily like he is talented and it's clear. Yes, his last complete season he played, he had sixteen hundred yards, which is dude's like, insane. The dude is unbelievably talented. It's just if he wants to fix himself and make himself a better football player and a better teammate. You know, it's like, it's just a matter of can he or will he do it? Yes, I hope. I think if there, like I said, if there's ever a place where he's gonna like fix himself, it's gonna be the it's, Patriots. It is, I hope it is New England. Yeah, I think if there's any coach that's gonna break through to him, it's gonna be Bill Belichick. His strict structure, how he sets up the team, how he has a no bullshit attitude about the team. I feel like if there's ever a place where Josh Gordon is gonna get back to the Josh Gordon we knew, it's gonna be in New England. And I think I agree with that. I think that's that's going to be the key. I don't think Belichick there's any other team that could fix him. But if there is a team that could fix him, it probably would be New England. And that's why I think this is such a good signing. Or well, not really a signing. It's just a trade. It's a trade. The Patriots... It's not really even a trade because if he doesn't play a certain number of games, yeah, he, he, they get that pick. Yes, he, so. he has to play. I think. I think what the terms were like, if he doesn't, ten. if he doesn't play ten games, he has to play ten games or they either, get the pick back. Okay, it's either he, he has to play ten games or he has to play all ten of the next games, which would have been weird. But I heard no, a lot I of people think saying it's just that. ten games. I think it's ten, 10 games of makes 14. a lot more sense. So I think he has it's to play the next fourteen. He has to play ten has of the next play, fourteen. Yeah. Or else the Patriots get a seventh round pick back, I believe. I think it might be a fifth. Oh wait, no, no, the Patriots. Okay, I remember now. Here's here's what the terms of the deal were. The Patriots get Josh Gordon and a seventh for a conditional fifth rounder, and that condition is like if Josh Gordon can play 10 of 14 games. If he doesn't play 10 of 14 games, the Patriots get that fifth rounder back, and we get Josh Gordon for nothing. So he could essentially play nine games this season, ball out, and, you get the, fifth and the Patriots back. get the fifth pick back, which would be the most Belichick thing I've ever heard in my life. Um... Well, I mean, so it is a fifth rounder, though. So it doesn't matter like hey, that. Hey, fifth much. round picks. Belichick loves those late round draft picks. He does, but I mean, still. In fact, I'm sure Bill Belichick would trade a first for like five fifth rounders if he had the chance. Mm, so, I don't know about that, man. I I, I would think questionable. Given the right draft class, Belichick might just do that. I mean, you see how often he, he trades. He back. certainly is not afraid of trading first round picks. Not at all. So. Belichick is something else, man. Yeah, he is. You wanted... We haven't talked about that. This is the only thing we have left to talk about NFL-based. You wanted to complain about ties. Okay, yep. So a great man named Herman Edwards once said, You play the game to win. He did say that. So why is it that we are two weeks into the NFL season and we've already had two ties... It is the most frustrating thing to watch an NFL game for 70 minutes just for no one to win. Yes. A 70-minute game, and no one wins. But it's not like 
they didn't have opportunities to win. Which is even more frustrating, because, like, all right, one of these teams should win. They've had so many opportunities. One team should just win and wrap it up. I hate it when you go through a whole overtime period, and then there's just a tie. Yeah, that is, you know, not great. All right. But what what is your solution, though? My like, solution? We can, have, we can have a problem. It's just, like, it's not very informed issue unless you have a idea for a solution yes so my idea for your solution you either go do what college does which i'm sure most of you know what the college uh, overtime rules are all right well the college rule is you get the ball with a 30 or a 25 i believe it's a 25 so you get the ball with a 25 if you score they have to match and if you don't score if they score they win yes i like that idea. i i don't like that for the nfl or move it back maybe make them go from like the 40 or 35. All right, yeah, I can I can work with that. It's I don't like that. the 25 though. The 25 for the NFL is way too easy. <laughs> maybe. I mean, like think about you're in overtime. It's like Dolphins Patriots in overtime. Or no, let's go even worse. Like Jets Patriots in overtime and all the Patriots have to do is just go from the 25 and score a touchdown. Yes. That's going to be easy. You know, but in college, it's different because, like, you know, they're younger and they're not really – some of them aren't, like, pressure situation ready yet. So college, that works. NFL would probably have to be a farther distance away. Yeah, I mean, that definitely – it definitely works. And it, they don't love – NFL hates the untimed shit. Like, they don't like that. Yeah, and I, I get it. I mean, it's not a perfect system. But it's a whole lot better than seeing ties in football. You know, I don't really get they uh, ties are ugly <laughs> on a record, for sure. They look ugly. It, it does, and like. But it looks ugly. But at the same time, I get it. I understand why there would be a tie. It's what I don't like about overtime is not that you can tie. It's really the rules of overtime. I don't really love. All right, why don't you elaborate on that? I don't love the sudden death. I really don't. All right. I I think both teams should touch the ball. Yeah, I can I definitely th see that. I think overtime, the format is okay as long as it's not sudden death. I think sudden death needs to be removed. Say you get a field goal. On, like the the opening team in overtime gets a field goal, and you don't score. Like it's like that, except extended to touchdowns. So if you if the other team scores a touchdown, you have an opportunity to score a touchdown. But if you don't, you're, you lose. That's how I think it should. Be. <laughs> yeah, I mean that even makes more sense than what the NFL has going right now. Just sudden death has no place in sports in 2018. It's 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 stupid. Yeah, that's like like uh, bush league stuff. It's not like it's not really the only place it really works is baseball, and technically it's not sudden death in baseball. Because then you only have the walk offs, like yeah, because you can have walk offs. That's the opposing team still gets the bat. Yeah, that's not really sudden death. Yeah, because it's it's like half sudden death. It's it's kind of sudden death. It's sudden death on defense. For the other team, uh, yeah. But I think uh, I think that wraps up 
that was that was a long football session. That, that was, was like that a was head talk. That was literally over an hour of just talking yeah, professional yeah. football. We still got college football to talk well, about. Now we're still gonna talk about college for a little bit. All right, college. So NCAA week three. We had our week th- we had our three picks for week three. We went two and one. We each went two and one because we each had the same picks. So Bryce, why don't you talk about that? I want to talk about two picks because, like, we knew Ohio State was going to beat TCU. Yes. But um, I want to talk about Texas a little bit. I know a lot of people t- pick Texas to win. We pick Texas to win. But I want to talk about not really for per se Texas. I want to talk about more about USC a little bit. They looked. They don't look good without Darnold. They really don't. They really don't. I, I think that's a testament, maybe, to how important Darnold was for them. But they do not look like the same team without him. Now, that's not to say Darnold's going to be great in the NFL. No, he could be like Matt Leinart. But still. Uh, yeah, no, it's... USC just kind of looks flat right now, and yeah, they don't—they don't really have an offensive identity. Yeah, that's that's that puts it perfectly. I mean, they just don't look like USC. They really don't. I mean, like some people might take that, you know, they don't have Darnold, so they're not good. Take is like, oh, Darnold's going to be good in the NFL. Darnold could be Mark Sanchez. He could. I mean, Mark but, Sanchez, didn't he have a really good first season, and then he just fell fell off? Mark Sanchez, no, I'm talking, I'm talking more like Mark Sanchez, like, like USC-wise. Mark oh, okay. Sanchez was good at USC. Yeah, he was pretty good at USC. But he wasn't good in the NFL. Yes. So that's what, Sam Darnold could be like that, but I'm not saying he will be. It's just USC is struggling without him. Right, definitely. Yeah, no, um, like I said, USC just looks flat without him. Um, I mean, Texas has kind of had their way with them on all sides Ta- of the I ball. mean, yeah, Texas looked good. Yeah. They just, I, think, I don't know if they got ranked off that game. No, they did not. No, they did not. Well, if they win, if they win this week, they'll probably slide in. I think so. I can't, they should be ranked over BYU. BYU, yes. BYU got a huge, upset. huge, huge boost because they upset Wisconsin. Wisconsin was like what, the number six team or something? Yeah. Yeah, if they're upsetting the number six team, they yes, they it got makes sense a huge. Yeah, they got a huge ranking up though. Way too high. They shouldn't be ranked. Maybe okay, maybe they should be ranked, but Texas should be ranked too. I think. Maybe maybe people won't agree with me, but I think Texas should be a top 25 team. I think you're absolutely right, though. If they can beat TCU this week... Oh, if they beat be TCU, ranked. they'll certainly be in the top 25. Mm-hmm. Easily. I'll talk about Q's a little bit. Q's made very, very embarrassed... Well, they embarrassed Florida State. Shout out to my boy, Andrew Lachardi, who's playing at Syracuse right now, a guy I went to high school with. Um, they, Florida State looked like trash. Their old line's garbage, and because their old line's garbage, Francois couldn't really do anything. 
Yeah, did you see that, like, Francois was, like, mad at his offensive line? Yeah, when he, he wouldn't even sacked. let him help him up. He was disgusted. I would have been, too, honestly. I, of course, yeah. I don't blame him, honestly. Listen, no. man, when, you, when you're playing like that on the old line, mm, your quarterback's not going to like it, especially a younger quarterback. When a younger quarterback's getting beat up, he's going to screech at that line. Mm-hmm. Too so. right. More professional guys, maybe they'll, you know, like talk to their line, like, hey, you know, you guys got to step it up. You know, not Eli, because Eli would never tell his line to step it up. I honestly think Eli would never tell his line to step it up because he lo- he he wants people to think the line is the reason he's bad. But I, I'll get in, or the reason he's like not bad. But I'll get into that maybe another time, man. But yeah, when you're when you're playing bad on the old line with a young quarterback, especially like Francois, who a lot of people hyped up before he got hurt last year, you have to remember Florida State was super hyped up before he went down last year. They were, they very much were, because they were like a top, they were like a top five. Were they five last year? Uh, I want to say they Alabama. Fran- they played Alabama week one. Francois got hurt and they just got embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So after that, they like fell off, but yeah, Florida State looks like garbage this year. Yeah, it's just not pretty. And we'll talk about LSU. I'm talk about LSU for a little bit. Wow, we were very close to uh, being perfect on the week. Yeah, but LSU. Listen, I gotta ask them. I'm not sure if LSU's for real yet. Yes, they're number six. Yes, they beat Auburn, but they have a very tough schedule. They got to play Georgia and Bama still. Uh, yeah, and I don't think they're going to win either of those games because no, Georgia and Bama won. are two top five teams right there. I think they're one and three. I think I, Georgia, I know Georgia's is. one or it's either three or four. Well, Bama's one, obviously, but I don't remember what Georgia is. They're top five for sure. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I. <sighs> Two there's top five people, teams in There's your a conference. lot of people every year that sometimes think, oh, this is it. The SEC is going to fall apart. No. Mm, that's not how it nope. works. Nope. Because now they got a bunch of top 10 teams. I don't know where Auburn's ranked now. Auburn is not top 10. Nope. Probably not anymore. They were six going in, and they lost at like 12. So I don't know. I don't remember. LSU might have been 14. No. Auburn was seven. LSU was 12. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's accurate. So yeah, now they have three top ten teams, almost three top five, because LSU's sixth. But is LSU for real though? Is my question. I think they're for real, but I don't think they're gonna be competing with Alabama or Georgia. Georgia, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I do LSU. They are good, and they've already beaten two very good teams in Miami and Auburn. But Miami and Auburn aren't Georgia and Bama. Of course. So, I don't... Maybe they can beat Georgia. I mean, maybe. But Bama... I think Bama's a little too tall of a task for LSU. And when you you lose a game, man, it's... College, one loss will screw you over. Yeah, you definitely need to keep winning. Like, they can have all those wins. They can beat Miami and Auburn and Georgia, but if they don't beat Bama, they won't be top four. Isn't that the crazy part? I know, it's wild. People who are saying last year, Bama doesn't deserve to be in. Yeah, they did. (laughs) 
It's Bama. Yeah, yeah, they did. Let's be honest. Bama did deserve it. Ohio State fans are up in arms about that. But listen, when you lose to Iowa, you can't just lose to Iowa and expect the NCAA to be like, oh, well, you know, you see, Bama lost to Auburn, but y'all only lost to Iowa. That's how it is. It's just how it is. So I think I that's all of the all the recaps we have to do, right? Yeah, I mean we I know, we only picked three games. Yeah, we only, we only picked three games, so we can go into our week four picks. We only have three, right? We only did three again. Yeah, I think we're only doing. We're career. not doing pickums for college. It's no, way too difficult. This is just a friendly little three games a week. We're just talking about. And we don't know how long we're continuing it either. Yep. Probably not that much longer because postseason baseball is coming soon. Yes, sir. And that'll probably come back in the rotation. Okay, so our week four games. First game on the chopping block. Alabama, Texas A&M. Uh, Bama's Bama. favored by 26. I feel like this is going to be a good game, but I feel like Bama's going to 26 is too high, but Bama's going to win. Yes, I agree. 26 is a little high, though. Yeah, especially for Texas A&M. They can definitely compete. Yeah, but it's like when it's, it's just Bama. Like mm-hmm. it's just Bama every week. Bama, Bama, Bama. They're not. They're probably not even going to lose this year. Honestly, being an Alabama fan is probably like being a Warriors fan. Yeah, it's just like you know, whatever. We just want another one. Who cares? <laughs> Pretty much. But, uh, the next game. Next game: Oregon, Stanford. Um, you know, I love picking underdogs, but. Stanford's probably going to take this one. I just think Stanford's a little too good. Bryce Love, uh, you know, coming back, been good. So I'm going to take Stanford. Yeah, Stanford's favored by two and a half right now. Um, I'm going to take it, but I really want to see Oregon put up a good fight this game. It probably will be a pretty good fight. you got to stay up late for that one, though. Uh, this Saturday, you know what? I'm going to be at a party that night, so I'm not going to be able to watch uh, these games. Yeah, maybe just sit down in the middle of the party and just yeah, watch. Let me, let me ask Stanford, the, uh, Oregon. Let me ask if the sure State everyone there guys. will know. Yeah, the rugby guys. Yeah, I'll be sure to ask about that. Okay, um, our last game for the Pick'em, uh, TCU Texas. Don't T- say Pick'em. Don't don't give them ideas, man. Huh? You said Pick'em. <laughs> We're not oh. doing a pick'em. Did I? Uh, yeah, no, we're not. Do, we're not doing college pick'ems. We're, we're not doing a college pick'em. Never. I did not mean way it. too That's, many games. That was a slip of the tongue right there. Don't give them ideas. Man. Yeah. Okay. So TCU Texas. TCU favored by three. I want to pick Texas. I want to pick Texas really badly too. I want to see. I, them come I I can't. I can't pick Texas. TCU will probably win in the close game. You know what? I'm gonna do it. Give me Texas. Oh, man. You feel, oh, we just did I it. I did it. You know, I had to do it. So. You know what, though? To be fair, you wanted to pick LSU last week. I did want to pick LSU last and, week, and I didn't. And then I'm they taking, won. I'm trusting my gut this time, and I'm taking Texas. Yeah, but I just, I'm going to take TCU. I just think TCU is a little bit better. I mean, they are be- they're better than USC. So I just don't think Texas can stand up to TCU. All right. But listen, I don't blame you for picking Texas, man. Yeah, I want I want to see this happen. All right, so before we switch on to our quick basketball topic that Bryce wanted to talk about, Bryce, what's our biggest college line of the week? 
Guess in terms of numbers. Uh, uh, <sighs> the biggest college line of the week. What was it last week, 36? Last week was Michigan by 36 and a half. I'm going to say it's 40 this week. 40 this week? Uh, that was a bit of a highball guess from what I'm seeing. Uh, a couple of th- low 30s, but the highest one that I can see this week is Ohio State Tulane. Ohio State's favored by 37. 37. 37. You know what? I thought it was pretty stupid of them to make a hype video for this week, but whatever. Yeah, it's Tulane. I wouldn't be too worried about Tulane. Yeah. All right. Quickly, though, I did want to talk about this. This just came up. The Jimmy Butler situation. Ah, uh, yes. His top three sites are the Nets, the Knicks, and the Clippers. Um, but the Timberwolves just came out today a little bit before we were recording. It was like this morning and said they want to try and keep Jimmy Butler. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> that man is getting out of Minnesota no matter what. And I think, honestly speaking, I don't think he has a problem with Thibodeau, but he has a problem with Wiggins, and it's kind of unclear if he has a problem with Cat or not. I don't know if he does, but some people say he does. Some people say he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, um, honestly, I'd be a little frustrated with Thibodeau because he's just not a great coach. The, the man left Chicago and they brought Chicago to him. I mean, I'd be upset. <laughs> they literally, they brought in Taj Gibson, Thibodeau, Rose. They're looking in Noah. I mean... The man left Chicago to just play for Chicago in a different city. Pretty much. I I would be frustrated if I was Jimmy too, honestly. I don't know what the general public, who side they're on, are they Team Wiggins or Team Butler, but all I know is I want Jimmy Butler. I don't know. This kind of makes me question if I want Jimmy Butler on the mix. That was, was going to be my next question. Do you want? Do you still want Jimmy Butler on the Knicks? I don't know. And you just because don't know. I don't think Jimmy Butler would work good with young players, and most of our core right now is young players. young players. So I don't know if it'd be a good fit. I think Fisdale would be a good coach for him, but I don't know how he'd work with Frank and Kevin and all the other guys, Mitchell Robinson. I don't know, man. I don't know. And the Nets, too. The Nets would be a disaster. Oh, man. Oh, if the, the Nets. Oh, man. If Jimmy Butler goes to the Nets, good Him Lord. and D'Angelo would be in fights all the time. He wouldn't like it. He wouldn't like it in Brooklyn. So what do you see as Jimmy Butler's most possible location? See, this is the thing. is because he has zero leverage in where he goes. He can just he can say wherever. He can say he can give a top 30 teams where he wants to go. It doesn't matter. The Timberwolves eventually will send him out to the best deal. So, I don't really know the best situation for Jimmy Butler. I think maybe it would be the Clippers. I mean, he wants to be a Clipper. And Kawhi kind of wants to be a Clipper, too. So, are the Clippers going to get both of them? I mean, maybe. It seems like LeBron kind of turned Jimmy and Kawhi off to the Lakers, so they want. Then they still want to be in LA, 
So they want to be on the Clippers. Yeah, um, I, I think... They don't want to be Warriors, so... Yeah. I mean, if they want to be going to California, it's pretty much either the Kings or the Clippers at this point. Yeah, and the Clippers are better than the Kings and will uh, be for yes. a long time, so... I, you know, maybe they like Doc Rivers. Maybe they don't like LeVar, even though LeVar hasn't said anything in a long time. He's been really, really quiet, so... Yeah, we need the artist to say something. I think I, he didn't really even say much even after LeBron came to the Lakers. He didn't comment really about that. I maybe he's lost his relevancy, but maybe so. I I don't know, man. It's a weird situation. Um, but this also opens a question because the Knicks publicly did come out and say Kyrie is the target for 2019. You scoff at that, but I think subconsciously you think it could happen. I don't want it, it to could, happen. It could happen. It really could. Because Kyrie is weird. Well, Kyrie doesn't. Kyrie doesn't care about winning that. Well, I feel like you know if he gets a big deal from the Celtics and he gets a big deal from it, the Knicks, I think he's it depends. The or no, he's going to stay with the Celtics. I think it depends. I think it depends on how it's going. I think it really... Kyrie is like the first player we've seen that like it really matters how he's being treated. And it's not about if the team's winning or if the team's better than one team. Or really the money, honestly. I, don't think, I think he just plays to enjoy his time, which is, which is rare. I mean, I respect that, but at the same time... I, I, all, I respect it, but at the same time, it makes you really like a wild card. Yeah, it really does. So it's like, where are you going to go? We've also kind of, some Knicks fans have kind of had the idea that we're going to get KD. I don't think uh, we're going to get KD. <laughs> yeah. But that's a that would be nice. Kyrie and KD on the same team would be nice and all, but I just don't see it happening. We... Before all this Butler stuff went down and like before it like blew up, because I knew he wasn't happy in Minnesota, but I didn't think it would like blow up. But before that, I really wanted Butler because Butler would like be a good fit for this team, especially on defense. But then again, I probably think he'd have problems with the younger guys. So. Yeah, I think you did mention in one of the earlier podcasts that you did want uh, Jimmy Butler and Kyrie. I did, to but now like, now that this is blowing up like it is, I don't know if I want Butler that much anymore. Well, I guess we're just gonna see what happens with that. Obviously, I want Kyrie to stay in Boston. Oh, I would too. If I was a Boston fan, I'd be yeah. begging him. I mean, I wouldn't be necessarily upset with relying on Terry Rozier, but like when it goes when it when it when it's comparing Kyrie to Terry, it's like there's well, no yeah, comparison. Yeah, there. it's not really a comparison, man. Yeah. And scary Terry. The only thing scary about Terry in the Eastern Conference Finals was his numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was pretty he, scary he didn't against. Play that uh, good. He was pretty he did scary against Philly, the but then Braun came to town, and he didn't really play great. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think he got a little cocky, tried to dunk. LeBron shut that shit yeah, down. Yeah, LeBron did not really let that happen. <laughs> so Yeah. Man. Scary Terry might be good. Yeah, he's a good player. It's just, like, he. I like seeing him on the bench. Like, coming off the bench, I should say. Yeah, the bench this year for the Celtics is going to be very I, I'm loving the Celtics' death on bench. It's just, I, I made the point in an earlier podcast that um, the Celtics bench, if you take like their second bench or like uh, their first bench, not their starters, they'd at least, you know, be like an eight seed in the East or something. 
They might be, honestly. I mean, given how like, good. how it's strong like the it's... bench is and how weak the East is outside of like the top four. And now that Hayward's back, Morris is going to be on part of that. So right, makes them even better. All right, well, I'm going to move into the. Uh, yeah, you guys, final thoughts yeah. you want to talk about Bryce? I wanted to talk about what the Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame, is doing right now. Yes. I think it's not very publicized. Yeah, so why don't you explain what's going on with that? Well, There's what, a couple what things they're trying to do, what Eric Dickerson and the committee is trying to do, is get pensions and better health care for NFL players, not just Hall of Famers, NFL players, current. Which I think, I think it needs to be publicized more and it needs to be backed and it needs to happen. Honestly, NFL players deserve good pensions and great health care. The best. They're playing the most violent sport on the planet. Yes, they absolutely are. And I definitely think it's a valid point. Um, obviously, like, you know, the football fan inside of me is like, yeah, make it happen. But the business side of me is making me wonder how much will this cost the league and can they even afford I don't think, to do I, re I really don't think it should matter. I really well, think they I, should just do it I think it's, it anyway. it's like a matter of, like, the WNBA paying their players more. Can the well, league afford yes. to do that? Well, yes. Okay. That's the yeah, big question. This is the, we're not talking about the WNBA. I'm, I'm making we're the comparison about here. probably either the biggest or second biggest sports business easily. Well, they're probably the second biggest in America. But worldwide, they're probably, like, top three. I think it they're is. They're only in one country. Yeah. Like this, this league is rich. They can probably, if they can afford to do like give out health care. If the ML, okay, the MLB gives pensions and health care. If the MLB can give out pensions and health care, the NFL can give out pensions and health care. Yes. Um, so, like I said, I'm not opposed to the idea of giving the players pensions and health care. But I want to see the numbers on it first to see if it's like a commercially viable option. Well, they should if it try, is, they should then I say go for it absolutely. Theory. Test it in theory. And I know not everything in theory works in practice. But I think they should test it out for a couple of years, see what happens. And, I mean, listen, it, it you want to keep your Hall of Famers and your players happy, right? That's what runs your business. Yes, and that you know, those are your biggest promoters, like players and your Hall of Famers. So give them pen. I would give them pensions. Are you serious? And healthcare. I would totally do it. I would totally work with them, and I would absolutely try to put something in place. Yeah, because like I they said, deserve it. Like I said, I'm not opposed to the idea of it. It's just a matter of seeing the numbers with everything, because we don't know. Yeah, I know it would be expensive. It yes. would be very expensive, and it would just be a matter of if the league can afford it. I say if the league can afford it. Absolutely, go for it. Give them pensions. Give them health care. I mean, what else are they using the money for? They're not paying know. better referees. Yeah, no, they, that's something else they should be investing in, but that's probably a topic for another podcast. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, still, man. I don't know. They got all this money. What are they spending it on? Ads? Uh, I don't know. I mean, do they really, there's so much... How, much. how much more advertising can the NFL really do, right? <laughs> Might as well start putting ads on the jerseys, you know? Like oh, fucking NASCAR. Well, uh, like the NFL or the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but those are fine. Like, I don't mind those. No, I, I don't really care. Really, I was super opposed to it at first, but now I'm like, that's fine. It could have been a lot worse. They're not on. If they were on the jerseys you buy, I would be maybe upset. 
But like, there's small ads on the right side of the jersey. Right. Really, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, though, Nike needs to step up the jerseys because they were ripping like super easy last year. <laughs> I did notice that. Well, listen, yes. this is a. This, I remember this tweet from a long. It was a long time ago. I don't remember who said it, but if Ron Artest's jersey didn't rip during the Malice in the Palace, there is no reason for these Nike jerseys to rip. <laughs> That's a really, that's a really good, uh, really good yeah, point. That's a, that's a good point. Because if I, it, his jersey did not rip during that, no, he was getting like rip, ripped it through. It stretched, but it didn't rip. Uh, maybe I that's mean, just Nike I mean, cutting costs he, with their jerseys. Because like, I mean, yeah, but he didn't wear materials. a jersey for another year after that. He got banned. But Correct. still, still, if his jersey didn't rip against Nalas in the Palace. Shouldn't have ripped. Nike jersey shouldn't be ripping. But we're getting off topic. The NFL, I think, should pension, give better pensions and health care to their players, current and all famers. We really just went from NBA or NFL pensions to Malice in the Palace, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> listen. Sometimes that stuff happens. This podcast is a magical thing. It yeah, really is sometimes. Yeah, okay. So just to kind of wrap what we just set up, Bryce is all for giving them pensions, healthcare, just give it to them. I'm all for it too, as long as it's like a economically viable option. I think it's a great idea. Well, it's because like, it the pensions aren't great right now anyway. Right. So like, as long if you can give them healthcare, maybe increase the pensions a little bit, but if you can give them viable healthcare- I feel like the healthcare is gonna be really Especially for the Hall of Famer. Because, like, dude, you're ruining your body every time you go out there. Well, you have a, a, a very high risk to ruin your body when you go out there. Yeah. So I think health care should be in place. And I love the steps the league has taken to improve, um, like, concussion protocol and all that. I love the steps they take. It's just, like, when you have a major injury... <coughs> you need to improve that a little bit. Mm-hmm, definitely. Cautions are major, but other major injuries, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's, uh, that's where I'm going to leave my point. I think that's All right. Good. So that wraps up episode number six of I'm Walking Here. Yep. Uh, be sure, if you haven't already, to follow us on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That's spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Briz, B-R-I-Z-Z. And that's that'll just about do it. So have a great day. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. See you later. See ya.